0: Welcome to the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, where we bring you a weekly dose of powerlifting news, tips, and training advice with a touch of 80s rock ballads. This podcast is presented by Team Roar Powerlifting, your source of the most comprehensive coaching and meet day preparation. Here are your hosts, Josh Roar and Laura Sturm. Welcome to episode 149. How are you, Josh Roar? I'm good. How are you? Great. Great super really <laughs> super so tell me about the powerlifting things that are going on right now
1: eh, mo- much of the same um the raw nationals weight class change weight class and i think division change deadline is uh today august 30th at 11 59 p.m eastern so if you're listening to this uh on wednesday august 30th this is your reminder if you're waiting Till the next day, Thursday, to listen to this, and you miss the deadline to change weight classes, you should have been listening when it comes out.
0: Yeah. So, why would you want to change weight classes?
1: Because you don't want to cut weight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's one reason.
1: <laughs> I mean, other than that, I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you alluded to it, like maybe last week.
1: Yeah. Well, you have to listen to last week. So I'm not. I'm not giving oh, any more strat- strategic. Advice. This episode,
0: strategy, is what we call this, it, John. This is a se-
1: this, is, this is a selfish episode. We're gonna talk about what we want to talk about. Mm, um, okay. So, other news. Uh, there's a new meet that popped up in Georgia. January sixth, twenty twenty-four, is the Trueborn Rookie Rumble. So that's a meet for first-time competitors. Uh, that's always a really well received from the lifters, and pretty excited about that. I was looking at the Georgia calendar. Most of the meets are full already up through December. So really? that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So.
0: so if you've already done a meet and you want to get a meet in, you're not doing the r- rookie rumble. Nope.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 but if you, if you want to get into a meet and you've never been in a meet, then yeah. I know, Captain. Obvious here. Uh, so, what if you're like I was about a, to say, "What if you're like a washed up has been and you want to do a meet?" Well, it's still too late.
1: I feel like that's potentially a meet title. Like you can only do a, <laughs> you can only do a meet like this meet. They had the rookie meet, and then we'll have like the washed. We've talked about this before. Have like the mm. washed up open. You have to have competed for at least ten years. And your total has to be at least 400 kilos less than your all-time
0: best. <laughs> that would be easy. Yeah. Check Great. and check. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sign me up. Yeah. And then just have you know a bunch of people that used to car lift and don't watch anymore
1: you're oh, really not cool. adding much to the, to the back and forth today so far.
0: Oh, but I'm having a good time and that's really what matters here.
1: Yeah. I'm having a great time. I'm like sitting here laughing at all of your, uh, hey, blonde. yeah, well, yeah. uh, 10 years ago that I was, this popped up on Facebook last week and I forgot to mention it, but 10 years ago, um August 17th and 18th was Bench Nationals in Atlanta that was the first national meet that I ran um it was at the W Atlanta Midtown and I kind of got thrown into that one because I wasn't scheduled to be the meet director but the current meet director f- for that meet was Greg Jones and he did some things that are kind of not not okay um And basically got fired from running the meet, and I basically picked up the pieces, and then decided to run uh, a couple other national meets after that. So, um, yeah, but it was it was a cool meet. We did uh, it was one platform, and we had uh, a microphone on the chief referee, so that was tied into the PA system, and it was also tied into the live stream. So on the live stream, you could hear the chief referee give the commands as you could see them too um we had walkout music for all the lifters so they got to choose their uh their music to walk out to um a couple things we did that i thought were kind of cool we had a, i mean lifters came in through a tunnel also that was kind of the first time we did that that's not true the first time we did that was the 2011 state meet so that was actually not a new thing there but uh one of the new things that we did do was it was the first time to my knowledge that a powerlifting meet had the referee lights in the live stream and Mm. it wasn't as cool as it is now. It was literally like the referee, the lights that we used at the time were literally like light bulbs that you plugged into like physical switches. And we literally just had them hanging up over the platform and then just put a webcam aimed at these actual lights uh, as the view of the referee lights. So, it was very i guess redneck by today's standards but at the time it was like nobody had ever done that before so the people at home got to see what the referee calls were um and then we also had uh the we had twitter integrated into the live stream and on display in the ballroom so people could use like hashtag bench nationals and we had a moderator like approving posts to make sure nothing obscene got posted but once it was approved it would pop up in the venue and on the live stream so people could literally people in the crowd could communicate with people at home on the live stream through twitter and then also say like you know good luck to this lifter or whatever and then we would also have polls on twitter Mm. like who do you who do you want us to interview as soon as the session's over and things like that and i think it's one of the first times that lifter interviews were done too on the live stream Mm. And the part that really, so the other thing that we did, and this is the big kick, kick, kick myself is, Ustream was the popular streaming platform at the time. This was kind of right as YouTube was starting the live YouTube live stuff, and we recorded everything on on Ustream, and for a long time it was there. You could search for it. But then I guess Ustream like went out of business or something and it's all gone. And it never even occurred to me to like download it because like YouTube, like you just assume it's going to be there forever, Uh, but okay. it literally is gone. So like I have zero actual footage now of, of this event hmm. and it's, I mean, outside of like people that were there that videoed it, but like we don't have any of the original live stream broadcast and that's, that's uh, sad to me.
0: Yeah. Wow. So the whole um you put it out on the internet and it's there forever. Yeah. It didn't work I've, I've, I've,
1: I've, no. Huh. And I've searched and like I've I've like the in fact the website Ustream, I think it was Ustream.tv doesn't even exist. It redirects you to like Microsoft.com or something now. Huh. So it's like gone, gone. Oh. Yeah. And in hindsight, it's like, yeah, that was pretty stupid. I should have just downloaded it, but I say that, but then like a lot of the meets that I streamed, like even Raw Nationals, like Collegiate Nationals, uh, it's on YouTube still, but I haven't downloaded the actual video right to my hard drive. It's just on YouTube. So if yeah. YouTube ever goes YouTube's under, true. then I lose that too. Yeah, well, Ustream but... was the thing back then. So I never thought that would go under or, or whatever. So I don't know. So that's disappointing. So if anybody has like, somehow recorded some of the live stream footage of 2013 bench nationals. That would be awesome to send me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Bummer, man.
1: Yeah. Bummer, man. But anyway, let's talk about something fun. So So what you got? Yeah. So let's just, so I want to start doing just random stuff. We're going to start talking about a random band every episode just for fun. And, before we started recording, you said you had Deep Purple on the mind. So we're going to visit our friend chat GPT and just look up fun facts about Deep Purple and discuss. All right. Uh, Fun fact number one. I'm going to skip some because some of them aren't.
0: All that fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm going to skip number one even. So Smoke on the Water. Um, it was inspired by a real life event. The lyrics Mm -hmm. recount the story of a fire that broke out at the Montreal casino during a Frank Zappa concert in 1971. Um, I think most people are semi-familiar with that, maybe. Um, Let's see. This is a good one. Concert volume records. Deep Purple is known for setting records for the loudest concerts in history. They were even included in the hmm. Guinness Book of World Records for the loudest performance at the Rainbow Theatre in London in
0: 1972. Wow, I did not know that. I'm trying to remember if I've seen Deep Purple live. I don't think so. Back in the 80s, they made a comeback uh, kind of album, um, Perfect Strangers, which is a great album. Um, there's a lot of bands that kind of come back and, and like get back together and make another album, and uh, then it's kind of okay. But man, that album is great, and uh, I might have seen him my concert in the '80s, but I don't remember because that was like a drug-hazed decade for me, um, truthfully. <laughs> um, but man, what a great album! I just—I was listening to that, and I was listening to it with—I um, uh, don't know if it, what album it is. It has—it might be the Deep Purple album, Deep like. It's just an iconic album with a uh, space trucking and smoke on the water and all that. And God, I love picking apart like the drum beats and some of them are just so much fun. It's just such. They're what a fun band.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to. I think Highway Star is probably my favorite Deep Purple song. I don't know, man. Every time I, I don't know, smoke on the water is good too. I like that song a lot, not just because of it being inspired by like the tragedy. I just, I think I like the song.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's iconic. The yeah. song space trucking, which is like one of their deeper cuts. Yeah. It has such a fun drug, uh, drug tech, <laughs> drum track, super fun drum attack. You, you have to listen to it. It's just so much fun. And the bass is amazing. I just, Love old Duke Pilbara in the new shit. Yeah, did. so great.
1: Space Trucking is, is a good song. Like that, for whatever reason, I just never got into that song. Because you
0: were listening to it at the basic level, going, Yeah, yeah, Space Trucking. Yeah, that's it's just a lot of Yeah, yeah, yeah in the song. But if you listen to the drums specifically okay. and the bass, it's a great song. All right.
1: I will have to do that.
0: And their song Perfect Strangers has so many clever little lyrics in there
1: so there's a there's a fun fact about perfect strangers uh the mark ii lineup reunited for the 1984 album perfect strangers which garnered commercial success and showcased the band's enduring chemistry okay that's not that really Mm. much of a fun fact i guess but yeah they've been around they they lasted forever they were formed in hertford england in 1968
0: 53 years ago yeah is deep purple still together Are they, like, most of them still alive? Do they ever tour? Um, Because that's what I was like, man, I'd love to see them. Wow. They'd be in their 70s, for sure. But there's a lot of artists that sound great still in their 70s.
1: So, Deep Purple Tour dates, 2024. Nice. Mostly, it looks like Germany. But Google, (laughs) according to Google... It says they are scheduled to play one concert across one country in 2023. And tw- oh, that must be Germany. <laughs> yeah,
0: I have to go to Germany to see Deep Purple. Probably not happening.
1: Yeah, probably mm-hmm. not. Oh, wait a second though. They were they were supposed to play in Pennsylvania February 10th of this year, and February 11th in New Jersey. It's like two dates. I don't know if that's the full schedule or not, but yeah. Crazy. Hmm. Anyway, that's deep purple. So deep purple. So good. Because because I don't want to come up with topics going forward, how about this? New format. We're gonna talk about one band a week and we'll take suggestions if people wanna message us on Instagram. Or we're going to talk about who we want to talk about if nobody messages us. Or we might do that anyway if we don't like your suggestion. We kind of just, you know, whatever. And let's start doing the Q&A thing uh, more because we had some good questions come in a couple weeks ago when we did that. And I don't mind answering the questions. I just don't like coming up with the topics to talk about. So we'll let you guys. And uh, we'll do this too. I won't say names of people that ask questions that way. If somebody doesn't want their name associated with asking a question for whatever reason, then we don't have to worry about that. So anonymous questions. I mean, obviously I'll know who asked it, but I won't mention it on recording or tell anybody else. And then we'll talk about bands. Yeah. Get back to our roots, power lifting and power ballads.
0: Yes. Power ballads. Yeah. Oh my gosh! This is so know, funny I to me. Enough sleep for something.
1: <laughs> because you come in so excited, and say literally nothing that adds to what I just said. <laughs> like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start talking about bands again. Yeah, we're gonna talk yeah. about bands again. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: it's just such a good idea, you know. I I don't know what to say. Um,
1: it is such a good out.
0: idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Good on me. Oh, yeah. man. All right. So, what what bands have you been listening to a lot of lately?
1: Uh, well, I think I said a couple weeks ago I've been listening to Tina Turner like crazy.
0: Oh um, yeah.
1: Uh, well, I just I, don't know, I like Tina Turner, but um. So I've been listening to Tina Turner. I've been listening to, um, I always like when I'm working, I always play like nineties country in the background, just cause like that was the phase I went through in like high school. So it's like, so I was reading, um, you know, I'm always looking for like what to listen to, like to help concentration and things like that. And You know, some, some people say like classical music, some people say like, you know, just white noise ish or like rain or whatever, but I was actually reading, it wasn't a study. It was somebody like talking about a study, but basically some people are saying now that listening to music or even having the TV on of either music that you like know by heart or shows, you know, by heart where you're not actually concentrating on it actually help productivity because it's just a familiar kind of background. So mm. I've been listening to nineties country when I'm working because that's like what I listened to all through like junior high and high school. So it's like familiar so It doesn't distract you. It doesn't distract me. And like, I know all the words mm-hmm. to most of the songs and it's just kind of background noise, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it works or not. I don't know if I'm more productive or not, but it's not distracting me,
0: I guess. Right. I can't, I can't listen to, cause I have to write a lot and then I have to yeah. think about the words and then I get distracted on the lyrics. So I can't listen to anything that has lyrics.
1: Yeah. See for, for me, I could see that. So most of my writing at the computer is like numbers, like sets, reps, right. RPE, like obviously right. exercise, like movements, like squat or whatever, but like.
0: Right. But you don't have to form sentences.
1: Yeah. But what I do too, yeah, correct. What I do too though, is like a lot of. A lot of my music I listen to, like, automatically in my head, words get subbed out for like powerlifting related words anyway. So
0: I'm going to need an example of that. Okay, next week, come back with an example of that because that would be amazing.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, give me give me a song. Just, how about this? Put me on the spot. Give me just give me a random song and I'll I'll give you an example.
0: You You want me to give you a random song? Yeah, ACPC, Back in okay.
1: black. Okay. So when I hear "Back in Black," I think "Sit back in the squat." So like, I know it's "Back in Black," but I'm hearing "Sit back, sit on back." Blah blah blah. Okay. Like, I'm All not right. even joking. Like that's the first thing that pops into my head. So like, if I were to hear that song, I mean, I would hear "Back in Black" obviously, but like in my head, I'd be hearing "Squat." So like, if I were to accidentally type what I'm hearing, I'd probably end up accidentally typing "Squat." There's some wires crossed in here. It's
0: good, yeah. Clearly, my my husband has the same talent, but he can do um, he can take any movie and turn it into a um, movie title that has to do with porn. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a little different than what we're talking about. Here.
0: <laughs> it is. It's not quite as useful.
1: <laughs> well, <it's> <laughs> is it not as useful? Or is it? Could it potentially be very useful?
0: I mean, I guess, you know, could be,
1: I mean, he could be like the weird owl of music with movies and porn.
0: <laughs> yeah. Movie titles making them into porn movie titles. There
1: you go. Boy, this really Strange
0: human talents. Yeah. This whole podcast is just degraded. We should just wrap it up. Anyway, we're a mess. Hey, did I, did I tell you, I do have something. Did I tell you that um, Dan didn't have a powerlifting program for his deadlift meet? So oh, no. I came up with one. Awesome. Do you know how I came up with it, though? You might want to wow. cut this. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's hear it, and then we'll decide. I went on chat and I said, yeah. act as if you're a powerlifting coach using aggressive strength training techniques. You have an athlete that's preparing for a deadlift only meet and can train twice a week for about an hour each time. um, Specific to deadlift work. He has this much weight. He's got also dumbbells, a kettlebell, some sandbags, write him up a program with accessories and put it in a table format. And it did.
1: Yeah. It's awesome. I've, I've done that too. Just playing around. Yeah. What it spits out is, I mean, I, so I've done this a lot and I'd say about one out of 10 are probably not very good that you would want to use, but nine out of 10 are like, they're not terrible. Are they yeah, like as terrible. good as it possibly could be? No, but they're like, if you're looking for a place to start, like, I mean, shoot, it's not a bad way to start.
0: Right. Well, and the important thing is that you're training regularly, right? that you have, you know, progressive you know you're you're moving overload, up with yeah. weights and you're well, overload you're using the techniques and it wrote up some good accessory work it wrote <laughs> up some good rep schemes it's with percentages not so much rps or anything like that but so what you know yeah right it wrote it up really quick and it was pretty good and i didn't have to write the program
1: nice i like it so yeah. like, e- even oh. for coaches, I don't, I don't think that would be a bad way to go. Like, obviously not just copy and paste it, but like to get kind of an outline. Right. Like, so like, I, I mean, I don't, I haven't done that, but like, I'm considering doing that. Like, I mean, just being honest, like putting in all the parameters, let it spit out what it spits out and then just go through with the fine tooth comb and make changes. Like right. that's still a lot easier than doing it from scratch and you know, yeah. even if you got to change every way. exercise a little bit, you know, usually this the rep scheme, sets and rep schemes, and like the overall volume is going to be,
0: you know, in the ballpark a lot of the time. But yeah, it was a good way to go, and it just it was a huge time saver. And yeah. any program, following any program, is better than following no program. Yeah, agreed. So, it was amazing. Yeah, it's changing things. It's hey, gonna. It is- It is changing things, putting people out of work that the way people think. I think it's more of the taking some of the grunt work out and giving people something to start with instead of a blank slate.
1: Yeah, well, and I think, I mean, I think too, just in most situations, like it might quote unquote take the job of people that are doing the bare minimum to to start with. In that case, good, (laughs) but. Outside of that, like, I mean, yeah, it's a tool like I don't know, use
0: it. There's also an amazing video that I found where have you ever seen the guy that um, presents to uh, the city councils in uh, I think it's in California. His name's Chad. Have you ever seen these videos?
1: I don't think so.
0: They're a fucking right. I'm going to send it to you and you're going to post this link.
1: <laughs> OK, well, tell me. T- you, tell me about it.
0: He he's just talking about hey city council you know, I I really think that you know chatbot GPT is going to put people out of work but that's okay with me because then we can all party and you know he's just like this um surfer dude and they're so funny
1: nice I mean, yeah I definitely want to see those
0: they're really city council um meetings that he's presenting these at but um they're funny
1: yeah I want to see it yeah send me the link yeah. I'll post it yeah <laughs> deal. Deal, yeah, cool. There you go.
0: There's our episode now. Ha.
1: Yep, I like it. Uh, so everybody's homework is send us bands you want us to talk about and powerlifting topics you want us to discuss in detail or any questions you have. Tell us what to talk about. We're trying to do minimal work here. Maybe
0: we could put the agenda in chat bot GPT and be like, hey, write us a minimal agenda.
1: Actually, we could do that. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah.
1: We're <laughs> We're we're trying to do the minimal amount of work here, and it shows. <laughs> we're being efficient. Yes, that's what it is. We're being efficient. That's what I meant. We're
0: going to be on episode one hundred and fucking fifty. So you know.
1: So either either we just didn't get the hint and kept going anyway, or maybe we have something here. I don't
0: know. Or we just didn't get that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, let's listeners, get of both of you, I hope you enjoyed the show. And <laughs> talk to you next week, Josh Roar. All
1: right. Later.
0: Bye now. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode of the Powerlifting and Power Ballads podcast, please remember to subscribe and share it with your friends.